Welcome to Behold, a podcast for women longing to live a life worthy of the call they have received. I'm Christy Horsch, and this is episode 45. Hello, everyone. I am so grateful to be back here with you today. We are one week into Lent, and hopefully you're having a very fruitful start to the season. And if you haven't quite started your sacrifices yet, there's no shame. We all have yours like that. So check out that free worksheet and episode 43 of the podcast to help you set your plans for this year. And details for that are in the show notes. But today, today we are going to be talking about the promises that we make for, to ourselves. Let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, you created us for a time such as this. You knew when you created our souls, created our bodies, you knew exactly where we would be, the exact graces that we would need. And in your almighty, all-knowing, self, you made promises. You made promises that are binding and everlasting that we can trust in. And Lord, we're, we're broken. And in our brokenness, we make promises too. We don't always follow through on those promises. And because we've had that experience with ourself and with others, sometimes it can be hard for us to trust in your promises. Help us to see you, Lord. Help us to see how we can trust in you today and every day. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. So there's some of us make promises to ourselves. We say, I promise I will never eat chocolate again. Or, I promise I'm going to run that marathon. But then we don't fulfill the promises. Sometimes... We make promises that are contingent on other things. I promise that I will lose the weight or minimize the house or grow closer to God when I'm out of this season, the season of little kids. But then the season of little kids ends and a new busyness abounds and we're left with promises that have a new qualifier. Yes, I still promised, Lord, that I'll grow closer to you, but it'll be when all the kids are, are out of the house. And for some... Making promises to ourselves works. For some people, it motivates. And, but if you're making promises to yourself and you find that you're not keeping them, it might be time to reevaluate this practice. For example, if you're promising yourself that you'll never do something again, I will never weigh X amount again. I will never have a messy house again. I will never raise my voice again. You're setting yourself up for failure. I don't mean that you aren't capable of never doing something again. You absolutely are. But in these instances, you're usually coming from this mindset of, I promise I can do this out of my own strength and my own will. And when we make a statement like never or always, when we're so absolute, we aren't leaving room for the Lord to work. For example, if you promise yourself that you'll never raise your voice at your child again, and then your child runs into the street, Of course you're going to raise your voice. You're a good mom. God gave you that voice to help keep your child safe. But your brain, even though you logically know that it was the right thing to do to raise your voice to that child and stop them from running into the busy traffic, your voice, your brain might try to plant this sneaky, 
See, I knew you couldn't do it. I knew you'd yell at that kid again. That sneaky thought into your head. When we have something we're resolved to do, rather than making hasty promises, we can make a commitment. We can say, I'm committed to not raising my voice at my kids. Something about the word commitment just convicts our spirit. We want to follow through. We want to live that out. But it also gives us just that little bit of wiggle room that we need to move forward without condemnation when things don't go as promised. You see, we expect promises to be perfect. When someone makes us a promise, we see it as binding. And when that person doesn't live up to it, the trust is broken. We feel that way when we break promises to ourselves too. Promises are meant to be kept, but we can be too flippant when we make them. We don't know the whole story. We don't know what's to come or if God is gonna call us in another direction. We've all let ourselves down with a broken promise. We've all been let down by others broken by others broken promises. We know we can't stand on the promises of the world, but we can stand on the promises of God. He never changes and he never falters. This is why we learn God's promises. Instead of filling our heads with the promises we make ourselves or the promises the world makes us, we fill our minds with God's promises. And God makes us many promises in the Bible and through his church. And these are binding. A few of them are that, that he loves you. That you are a child of God. And as a child of God, you have an inheritance to his kingdom. He will use the, the, your circumstances for good. He is the way, the truth, and the light. He wants you to have peace. He wants you to have a life of abundance. He has already conquered the world. And there are so many more. But how do we use these in our life? How do we put them into action? We keep his promises close to our heart. Instead of relying on our own promise, we look to his. For example, we might say, I promise myself that I will never struggle with the bills again. And instead, we can remind ourselves that God promises a life of abundance. When we open our budget and think, I promise I won't struggle with money, we feel needy, graspy. We feel this hustle, anxiety to make it happen. When we think that God promises a life of abundance, we feel calm and peace. If our focus is here when we open our budget, we will take an entirely different approach because we'll have this confidence that if we walk with the Lord, our needs will be met. Let's do another example. <clears throat> Sometimes we have the promise, I promise I won't feel that again. This is a common promise that we make ourselves. We don't want that pain. So we promise to stuff it down at all costs. And we've learned enough in this series to know that it isn't sustainable to stuff down our feelings. Instead, we can remember that God promises to use all for good, even our suffering. We can find comfort in the darkness of our suffering because he promises to be the light. Arrow prayers are short, quick prayers that you can shoot right to God for help. My favorite arrow prayer is, Jesus, I trust in you. Your love is all I need. I love this one because I'm declaring my trust and my dependence on the Lord. And I'm also reminding myself of his promise that his love is all we need in this life. In a moment of stress or anxiety, I can retrain my eyes on this promise and his love is truly all I need. And because that's true, I can allow myself to rest in that trust. We think when we make a promise to ourselves, we should be able to rest easy. 
We've promised, it's done. But as you can see, when we promise ourselves, we can't always keep them. And that not knowing if we can live up to our promise puts us in an anxious state. But God, God always lives up to his promises. So let's rest in those promises instead. Because when we do, we'll be one step closer to living our lives worthy of the call we have received. I'm Christy Horsch. Thanks so much for joining to me, me today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. Subscribe and rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. We will see you next week. God bless.